Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. My good friend Joy Baker is back with us today. And we're going to be talking about living the abundance of the 5D existence. And so what that looks like, what that means even, we're going to be taking some live caller questions, doing some processes. And so what does it really mean to live in the 5D world of love and money? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we're going to learn about how vibration determines how much money you have in your life and what does your self-talk and the questions you ask yourself have to do with how much money you have in your life and your bank account and experience a live money clearing and activation designed to support you in creating a consciousness of abundance and have the opportunity to work with Joy Live. So I'm excited about that too. So we are going to be taking callers later. But for those of you who don't know Joy, she was on earlier this year. <laughs> I'm going to say April, but I'm not sure anymore. And um, had a wonderful time. It was such a wonderful call, such a high vibe call. And Joy excels at supporting individuals with, with becoming unstuck and freeing themselves so that they can live a more fulfilled and creative life. And so much more. So um, I'm so excited that she's back with us because, like I said, we, we had so much fun last time. It's like, oh my goodness, I have to have Joy come back for sure. <laughs> And um, so she's back with us today. So Joy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back on, Larry. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to a fun show. Awesome. Me too. And so, you know, like, especially this, this topic of living in the 5D existence, what does that look like? What does that mean? And how can we do that, right? So, so let's just, I, I just want to dive in and talk, start talking about what even 5D looks like. What does living in 5D looks like? Okay, great question. So we're often, we hear the terms 3D, 5D, you know, and then 4D is thrown out once in a while. What does that mean? So the 3D world is where most people live. It's, it's a frequency is what it is, vibration and frequency. We're not going to leave the planet or, you know, to be in the 5D world. So the 3D world is often fear, anger, shame. It's, you know, where we've been living for thousands of years. It's a heavy density. It's a low vibration. It's, you know, the matrix. We've all heard of the matrix. The 5D world is one of love, expansion, grace, possibility. And again, we, the reason I wanted to do this around, like around money is because we often think of money as you know, there's, there's density, we see, there's fear around it, there's shame around it, there's guilt and such, but it's just a frequency. Money is a consciousness. So as we raise our consciousness, as we can create a conversation with money and a relationship with money of a higher frequency and start to appreciate it and allow, allow like ourselves and our beingness and money to be in that 5D world and have that kind of a relationship with money, then yes, you can be in the abundance of money. You can, it's just, it's, it's a frequency and a vibration is all it is. And then the 4D world, that's where we're processing. So that's where many people are. That's what many people are waking up to right now. So we're moving from that 3D world, but it's not, you know, a linear process where you, you know, often we're stuck in the 3D world, fear-based world, we're going to work the nine to five and such. And we will meditate, go into the 5D world where there's love and expansion and joyfulness and happiness. And then often we get stuck in that in-between place, which is a place of processing. And that's where 
So you choose to be in the 5D world, you choose to be in that higher frequency, but it's not like they're separate. We often will, you know, on the spiritual path, we want to keep them separate. What you want to do is be in that 5D place of, of love and expansion and abundance and healthy connections, inspiring connections, and then bring that into this 3D world and let go of the judgment let go of trying to make people you know wrong or anything like that and be that um be the like the epitome of love and freedom and abundance and happiness and joyfulness and then you're bringing that higher consciousness into the into the density it's like bringing the light into the density and that just you know that's what's going to raise everything if we all did that instead of seeing them as separate dimensions then the the density is going to you know start to break up and more and more light is going to come in and you know i think a lot of times we can be in that state of 5d be in that state mm -hmm. of abundance be you know in that high vibe state but then then something happens <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah Right, and it takes us off our center, takes us out of our core, who, 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 who we really are, and it puts, and it brings us back to like fear and doubt and uncertainty, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, it becomes like a roller coaster, you know, then it's like, okay, then you have to work your way back to being that high vibe, and at the same time, not judging yourself for, you know, falling off the wagon, right? And say, oh dear, it happens. Um, and it's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so I know that the more that you do the meditation, the spiritual practice, etc., you know, you can maintain a higher vibration for longer, right? But, you know, let's face it, life as it is right now, we still get pushed off a little bit, right? Yes. Yeah, the, the key there, Lara, what you said is not judging it because we're going to, everything is a cycle, nature is a cycle, it's all got a cycle. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to go back into the 3D world, we have to go to work, we have to pay bills and such. When we can acknowledge what we're feeling, acknowledge we've gone back into the, you know, whether it's a rat race or the fear or the anger or whatever, and just say, okay, I'm here again and accept it. It's when we judge it, we get stuck there. When we can accept it, and that you know it takes conscious intention, we learn more and more to accept it, then it'll just move through, and then it's instead of being stuck there for days or weeks or months or, or years, yeah. you when you can accept it, or if a per, even if a person's depressed, accept that you know I'm depressed, and because then you there's and then you can move on from that place, but when you judge it, you're just stuck. So that was the key, like you said there, going into that place and. We're taught by our conditioning and society that, you know, we should feel a certain way and we shouldn't feel this way. So we go there and we judge yourself. But if you can just consciously remind yourself over and over again, let go of the judgment, accept I'm here again, mm -hmm. but, and I'm moving forward. Because every time it's going to be a shorter, like you said, time period. And yeah, the gradually, you know, the consciousness raises. You stay in that place for longer. And that's when, when a person is in that place of that higher frequency and higher consciousness, that's when abundance, that's when money can flow into you. When you accept and you just allow yourself to be in that place, then money, money as a consciousness, money wants to be in that place. Right. It doesn't want to be stuck in the density and, the, and, and such. And that's, again, why I said creating, I forget the name of the program exactly, but like creating money or abundance in that 5D, you know, space. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it is. It's possible for everyone to receive it, to have it, but we do have to have a a different vibration than what we're functioning at right now, right? Uh, absolutely, yes. And uh, so, yeah, if somebody's in fear and you know stuck in that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and in, and I want to say again, really quickly, that's normal to feel that way. Okay. It is normal to go in and out of that. Everybody does from time to time. It just, you know, how long do you stay and how are, you know, how high are the peaks and how low are the valleys, right? So the more that you have your spiritual practice, it creates more of a, a balance, you know, so it's not as extreme. Um, yes. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, your story with finances, money, abundance, lack of, <laughs> lack of mostly. <laughs> so what, what did you learn from having gone through two bankruptcies that, and, and how did that shift um, your consciousness to uh, uh, abundance now? It shifted when I started valuing myself, when I started saying, I knew for 20 years, I wanted to be doing something like this. I thought it was going to be more coaching and then I got more into the energy work and that but I had to do my inner work and, but I, I was never ready. You know, they're, they're, eventually you just have to say you're ready, but I wasn't, I was never ready. I would try I'd, and I'd run out of money. And because I had several survival jobs, I, that's what I called them. Cause I knew I wanted to be self-employed and do this. So I just, I just wasn't making enough money. And I went through two bankruptcies. After the first time I went through, and there was so much shame. Mm -hmm. And really good way to go right into that shame and work through it. After the first one, I went, that's never going to happen again. You know, I learned my lesson in that. Well, I had to go through it twice because I had a lot of stuff around money. But then finally, it was just as I was getting discharged from my second bankruptcy, I went, then I went, this time I'm ready. And I went, you know, what's, what do I have to do to, because I had no clients. I had no, mm -hmm. you know, I had, had virtually no money at the time either and so I went how do I move forward so I just started taking action and looking at different it was in the healing um the healing world but different you know different modalities and different ways to make enough money until I could really just focus on the energy work and that but it was me valuing myself it was me trusting myself. It was me saying it's possible. That was definitely it. Saying that it's possible because the more I said it's possible, the more I created that space. You know, you create a space when you say it's possible. And mm -hmm. then possibilities and opportunities came in. And that's exactly what happened. Different opportunities and that started coming in. And then I said yes. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just said yes. And then I figured it out. Yeah. Awesome. I freaked out. <laughs> There's a lot of fear there. But once I said yes, then I just had to go forward with it. But the one, you know, everything started coming together. So I said yes to the, po I said yes to possibility. And then I said yes to the opportunities. I trusted in the universe that it was going to work out when mm -hmm. I had no idea. And I didn't know you know, fear with getting on the shows, you know, I didn't want to get on the shows, but I trust it's going to work out. And, and, you know, it's all going to so trust is huge. Yeah. And this you must find that too, Alara, you know, yeah. as you're working, you know, just yeah, running the business working with clients, trust is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Trusting yourself, trusting the spirit, trusting your path, you know, just overall trust. And I think that's one of the, um, 
keystones I think that people miss. They don't have, they don't trust, right? They don't trust yes. their intuition. They don't trust their guidance that they're getting. They don't trust their connection with spirit. They don't, they don't trust their abilities even, you know? Right. And, exactly. and part of that could be because of, you know, past conditioning, you know, or it's like, well, I don't know, you know, past conditioning or what people have said to them, et cetera, right? And so they don't believe in themselves as well. And that's, and that's to me, that's the cornerstone of whether it's running a business, being a healer, being, you know, whatever a person wants to do. And I mean, I never used to trust myself. And when I first started doing this, you know, the kind of healing work I do, I would have a little, you know, little voice on my shoulder saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. So this information is being channeled, but it's, you know, this, it was exhausting at first because yeah. I've got, yeah, the conditioned self is saying I'm wrong, but I know this is being channeled. But eventually you just start trusting yourself more and more. And that's what happened. And I started value, valuing myself was huge. And I remember my mentor used to say to me, you know, when I started on the path, you know, and as I moved along, just value yourself and value your skills in that. And looking back, he said it several times, but I couldn't hear him until I was ready. And I started valuing myself, trusting myself and saying, what if it's possible? Mm -hmm. what if it's possible and i think that's what everybody should be asking themselves now too what if it's possible like if you have some idea in your head some thought is coming to you you know instead of going i don't know how i don't know when i don't, I don't know i don't know i don't know instead of instead say what if it's possible right and just start I, yeah. saying that to yourself and saying that to universe universe okay i have this thought i have this idea i have this feeling i have this thing that i really want to do i'm scared blah 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 story but what if it's possible? Yeah. And what if questions bypass the ego mind, you know, the unconscious condition ego mind affirmations are great. You know, it's possible. It's possible. But the ego mind just goes into resistance and says, no, it's not. When you say, what if it's possible? It's like a gentle opening. Yeah. But then saying, what if it's possible? Like a mantra over and over again actually opens up the space and it lets everything come in. So yeah, what if questions are great? And what if it's possible? Like you said, when we get an idea, and I know I did this, I get an idea, or maybe I can do this. And right away, you know, all the, the story comes in. Mm -hmm. And yeah. trauma and different things like that. And I mean, story is great for canceling out any ideas. But if you can replace a story with, well, what if it's possible? And you know, you're not adamantly saying to your conditioned self, what is possible, you're just kind of you know, gently presenting it, saying, what if it's possible? And it is something greater, you know, or a person yeah. to be specific, or I did that. I'm sure if it wasn't for that, I'd have never gotten on these, you know, summits and that, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I just started saying like a mantra, what if it's possible? What if it's possible? What if it's possible? I'd say it over and over again until finally the space opened up. And then you allowed yourself to be in that space and say exactly you, could, yeah. you know and and i think that's part of it too it's like yes ask the question be open but and then allow yourself to move into that space of allow maybe, you know what? maybe it is and, possible <laughs> yeah and take action you, you know if there's something where yeah action is a bridge so allow yourself to be what if it's possible allow yourself to be in that space and then take some kind of action so anybody who's watching you know live or on the replay what action can you take that even whether it's making a phone call, sending an email, um, doing some research on something, deciding, you know, what, what website uh, carrier you're going to go with, anything like that. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be big. 
but some kind of action in the next 24 or even 48 hours that is going to take you just a, a, even if it's a baby step closer to where you want to go. Yeah. Action is a bridge because action. we can't see those thousand steps, but we can see the first one and then the next one. And then the exactly. Next one. And don't just think yeah. about it. Actually, you know, move your fingers, you know, move your fingers, do something. Um, yeah. So, um, and so <laughs> I love this conversation because it's like, this is, it's so relevant. And especially right now, I don't know who was on, I don't know where I heard this and or who was on. So, you know, forgive me if I'm saying it all wrong, but I have heard recently, I think in the, this week or last week, that um, this is the time, the energy of this time is the same as it was 20, 30 years ago. And at that time, when people had certain ideas, they implemented them and they are now, you know, big, successful. I think like Facebook, Twitter, all that, all that mm. wonderful stuff, you know, even though we don't like social media that much, but the concept of they had an idea at that time, they put it into action, they took some action and look where it is now. It's yeah. that same energy right now. So if you have some sort of idea, jump. Go for it, okay? Um, so if <clears throat> if somebody's done everything that they can and they just can't seem to create more money in their life or more opportunities in their life, is there any technique that you can share with us that they can use to shift their consciousness? Ah, okay. So if somebody says, I've done everything, and I think we've all said this after, you know, been on the path, I've done yep. everything and nothing is shifting. And I used to say to myself, I have shifted everything 180 degrees, but the money situation isn't shifting. That was the one thing I had to really change. Okay, so a couple things are coming up. Pay attention. Start paying attention. One is, ah, this is a big one. Let's say if we're stuck, the money situation isn't changing, look at the next time everybody has to pay bills. So look at the next time you pay a bill. But, you know, you can use a different example. I use paying bills. Yep. What energy are you paying that bill with? So often people will go, uh, you know, that's uh, it's too much money or resent, you know, resentment is huge or anger or no matter how, you know, the story starts, no matter how hard I work, you know, there's never enough money. We do I did that for a lot of years. Yeah. And so we, we, we do is we create an energy, it's, you know, emotion and emo energy and motion. And the thing is, so we pay that bill from one of resentment or there's never enough no matter how hard it works, there's never enough. Then we go to do something else. We have another thought, we take another action. We're doing it from that energy of resentment and not enough. So you keep creating, that's why we keep creating the same thing over and over again, because we're ultimately, we're creating from the same energy. Mm -hmm. So the next time you go to pay a bill or you know something like that, be in a place of gratitude, like take, be in gratitude, more than gratitude, abundance, because you have enough money to pay that bill. If it's rent, every month you're wondering how you're going to get enough money for rent. I know I was there for a year, my whole life until recently. And, but you did get enough money to pay rent. You're not on the street. I know there are some people listening in this, you know, or close to being in this place. Have gratitude for that. Gratitude and realize how abundant you are. And like be in that abundance and then move forward from that place saying, okay, I'm feeling abundant. What, you know, what's next? So move forward from that place. That's one. That's actually a really big one. If somebody really does that. Um, one thing that really changed my situation was yes, paying attention. A couple things came up one week, which I had just a few dollars in the bank. And when I say a few dollars, it was a hundred dollars. And to me, that was like, 
the world, having a hundred dollars that it enough to immediately spend. Mm-hmm. And two two things happened that were minor. I you know used the full hundred dollars, but it happened, and I went right into my victim and poor me, and they're after me, and you know all that stuff. I didn't pay attention, and I caught myself. And but when it was happening in both of them, I caught myself in the midst of it and went, oh. And what that was about, that was accountability. Instead of being, you know, it was them against me. I went, I wasn't paying attention. I was accountable for what I created. And it seemed like I didn't notice it at the time, but looking back, it was like once I paid attention, became accountable for my actions, I didn't make it about anybody else, then things started to change. Yeah, exactly. Taking responsibility, right? Yeah. And yeah, taking, taking responsibility. responsibility is very empowering because then you're not playing the victim and you're not blaming other people. You're not counting on anybody. You're like, I'm responsible. So I right. can do Any, this. Anytime we blame somebody else and we're taught that, we're conditioned that to say, it's not my fault. Blame somebody else. Blame yeah. this, that, whatever it is. You're giving your power away. Yeah. And really this whole journey is about taking your power back whether it's uh, learning to be powerful from an empowered place or actually reclaiming your power and which that's been mine, like just reclaiming my power and learning what power is all about. But this, when anytime we blame somebody or we look at our story and we say, it's because of my story, it's because Mm -hmm. of my parents, it's this, that you're giving your power away and you're staying uh, in a weak and in a weak energy and even if you have great ideas, if you're in that weak energy and blaming somebody or something else or blaming your story or your past experiences, you're going to stay stuck. Now, I just want to be really clear, though. It doesn't mean ignore it. And it's not that, you know, put on a smiley face, you mm-hmm. know, cover up all the garbage and just go. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying be clear on, OK, this happened or whatever it was. And. I choose to be accountable. I choose to be responsible and move forward from this place because then you're in your power. And imagine doing that, say, paying bills or paying rent from, you know what? This is what I'm choosing. Oh, this is one of the things that really changed. I really got my attention is when I started looking at what I was creating and I said, if it's really true that I'm creating my reality and everything is energy and it's all being created, from what I'm choosing. Oh my gosh, what am I choosing? Yeah. Like, why would I choose to live in this poverty and this, this, because I was, and barely, you know, wondering how I'm going to pay bills and rent and survive and that. And I, I just got really honest with myself. And I went, okay, I've done a lot of years of work on myself, but I got to go deeper yet. And things just started to change, you know, it all came together. And, you know, that's a great point, you know, like whatever situation we're in, that's, it's because we're choosing that at some level, conscious, subconscious, unconscious level, that's what we're choosing. And that's why we're in that situation. Right. So without going into judgment and blaming or feeling like a victim, etc., say, okay, I'm choosing this. So I'm going to now choose something different. But that's, that's, a, that's the conscious mind saying, okay, I'm choosing something different. But we, but we know that, you know, we, there are a lot of subconscious programs running all the time in the background that are stronger sometimes. And I don't believe this anymore, but I think they, 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 they are strong, but they also are affecting us. And we don't know what they are sometimes, right? 
Uh, oh, absolutely. I say, you know, like we almost have, it's like driving a car. We have the emotional blind spots, just like mm -hmm. a car has blind spots. Yeah. So do we. And, you know, that's our story. That's our emotional attachments. So, but when you look at your life and you look at what, you know, let's go with a financial situation again, look at that. And consciously, if you're thinking about, if you're thinking abundant, you know, consciously thinking abundant, um, you're, you feel consciously like you're doing everything right, but you're still in, you know, a, a space of poverty or not much money or not being able to live how you really want to live. Mm -hmm. Then you know, there's some unconscious beliefs there. Yeah. And now if a person can do that, if you've got a lot of tools in that, you can do the inner work. But I always say we still have those emotional blind spots because we've got the attachments to our story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes like it, it shows like this, that sometimes we give that person the aha, oh, that's why, you know, so sometimes we just need a little bit of support. But yes, when you really look at if everything is, if consciously you think you're doing everything right, look at what you're creating and say, okay, there's got to be something here that's stuck in my unconscious conditioning and ask yourself, you can ask the universe, show me what it is. Because a lot of times we don't want to wake up what it, you know, to what it is. Because yeah. it sometimes isn't easy, or you know, easy action, or you know, something we want to hear. So right, got it. Cool. So Deborah is asking or stating and asking. My issue seems to be hoarding. I'm unemployed, and the rest of uh, no more coming in. So no more money coming in. I'm, I'm assuming. What advice or what can or what can you offer as a process for this type of issue? I'm not sure what the issue is. The hoarding issue or the I'm unemployed and there's no more money coming in issue? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I would start with the hoarding because the hoarding, because that feels like a really heavy energy there. Mm -hmm. And so what it, yeah, it's all the emotional attachments. And okay, so the hoarding has to do with wanting to be attached to uh, could be family of origin. Well, that's where it all starts. And okay, so it was Deborah, was it? Yeah, Deborah. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming she given me permission to do some clearing here. So, anyways, Deborah, in which you are holding on to your stuff, it's a heavy energy, it's stagnant, it's stuck. And because you are still looking for love from your family of origin in some way. You know, so you might not call it love. You might call it appreciation, acceptance, recognition, acknowledgement. You're looking for something from your family of origin. So you're holding on to all your stuff, hoping that if you hold on to it long enough, you will receive that. Acknowledge. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot of grief coming up. So let's just allow that grief. So this is where many, okay, just allow, just allow and accept. So this is not just for Deborah, it's anybody else who resonates with anything oh, that we just talked about. Yeah, or any if they don't, there's still the energetic clearing. So, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's everybody, good point, is releasing this. There's a really deep grief. Yeah, this is a, just breathe. Because I think, yeah, this is more than Deborah. This is a lot yeah. of grief coming up for a lot of people. And with what's going on right now and the awakening and such, there's... Grief is big. Yeah. There, you can feel it too. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you talked about family of origin, you know, and that recognition, appreciation, acknowledgement, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. 
definitely. What am mm. I? I'm still holding on to that story of not being acknowledged, etc. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Deborah. That was good. That, we'll go further. I'm sure we'll go further into this because that was some like it was like almost like a vessel of grief that got released. Yes. Thank you, Deborah. Um, all right. So Caroline, you had a question as well. Hello, hello, I do, thank you. Hi. I do, I. Mm -hmm. Hi. Caroline? Caroline, yes. Okay. Hi. Okay, so the money thing, what if you have a joint uh, account with a, a long-time husband that doesn't have the same beliefs as you? Okay. What is that? But I would... So do you have your own account as well? Like, do you have an account of, so you put all your monies together? So, see, if, you've, if you want to have money to, let's say, so you're both making money, you put all your money together, but let's say you want to, you have dreams, you want to take a course, you want to do this, that, and if he doesn't, I mean, that's a bigger issue. It's going into relationships there. I would suggest some communication around money between you and your husband saying, uh, you know, we'll put this much into a joint account and then we each have this much to put aside. And because so he can do, he's going to have, he might have dreams. He might want to go on a trip or this or that, but you've got something else. It's like you're not, by putting it all in one one space and place it what it feels like it feels uh codependent like you literally can't live without each other you're not respecting that each person has you know you each have different thoughts beliefs dreams um you're living together you're creating it you've created a life together but you still are individual beings mm -hmm. and so yes you have a joint account but then have some respect each other's space and that you're both your own person and you might want to spend money on whatever it is and he might want to spend money on something so it's like it's it's almost like you're reclaiming your autonomy you're reclaiming your own identity but still within the relationship does that make any sense it does yeah we've we've just always put everything together because we just we've always been in a pay the mortgage kind of mode and we've had a bankruptcy as well. And so together 38 years now and, and, but yeah. Um, and we're still in a pay the mortgage thing. Okay. I would, I would still suggest, even if it's $50 a month, you both put in your own account because it's going to give you some freedom. What it does is give you some freedom. And I'm not, I know there are, you know, financial advisors who advise how to do that kind of stuff, but I would, it just feels like they both, it's like, it lets you both claim your identity. And yeah, it's, it's more like an energetic freedom. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, yeah. it's not necessarily, okay, I have all this extra money set aside for myself. No, it's that energetic separation, energetic freedom for yourself. Yes. Yeah, Makes that's, sense, a, that's a good way to put it. Because, you know, we can't change our partner. They are who they are, right? We can't change mm -hmm. our partner. They are who they are. But we can respect each other's choices. Right. 
Right. And right? because you have, you know, you've both gone through a bankruptcy and, you know, there's emotional attachments and trauma to work through in that, but you're going to, you can very well work through it at different, you know, different speeds. So just, yeah, it's like you said, it's that energetic respect. And even $50 a month, it starts to um, just respect your space and that you're both individual people and moving through, you know, everything at, at, your own individual time and space. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Caroline. You know, it's it's tricky, right? When when you have a spouse or you have a partner, it is a bit trickier because you know we don't want to judge our partner. We don't want to judge, you know, and, and make them think the way we do or believe the way we do. You know, we want to give them their space to think and feel however they do. But at the same time, you know, I am my own individual person too. I, I yes. you know, I, I'm not just in a partnership. I'm also living my life. And sometimes there may be times when my desires and my choices are not the same as my husband's or my partner's, right? right. Can I add to that? Can I add to that what I wanted to ask in the beginning? So can, can, our, can, can the partner influence the other in negativity so if if i've got a good flow going for me and our bills are together and everything else is together and and, and he has a different mindset let's say more negative does would that affect our money issues yes yes right? the reason reason being that's a great question the reason being when we have anybody who's in our life you know person place event experience it's in our life because there's, we've, we've all heard the term, you know, when you resonate with somebody, it's vibrational and frequency alignment. So what's our vibration and frequency? It's energy, it's, it's you know, they're, they're waves. And that's information. It's photons, photons of light or information. So it's got all your, that's basically your story. That's what I call our energy signature. So you're always vibrating that out. We're like a, we're like broadcast towers. We're always radiating out in, uh, radiating, radiating out information which energy and so your husband is in so you and your husband so think of it as you're aligned on the same frequency which is all your thoughts your beliefs your values so you two are see when two people are, are in relationship they're energy dynamics soon as we meet somebody those energy dynamics are set in place that energy flow and so yes if he's vibrating at a very low frequency and this is why i'm suggesting putting even just $50 a month, $20 a month in separate accounts. If you're, if he's stuck in trauma around money and lack and limitation and maybe shame around the bankruptcy. And so he's at a very low frequency. So you're moving to a higher consciousness, focusing on abundance, but it's almost that can cause a power struggle as well, or it can cause you know, can cause a separation, but if, unless, unless two people are ready to separate, then one person, somehow you're going to keep that. It's like keeping the equilibrium. So generally you will come down to his, you know, his energy because the reason for that is his story and the attachments and such. So yes, his energy can, and his thoughts, his beliefs and such can definitely affect yours. But that's why I'm also, why I'm, I'm suggesting, like I said, just a few dollars in a separate account because and it's not about separation. It's about respecting each other's beliefs and values. And then, and it also is 
um, is a way to avoid power struggle because yes, you're, you're not trying to get him to understand your beliefs or see your beliefs or be how you are. And <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that would be power struggle. That's the second stage of relationship. And there you go. Okay, so yeah, you guys have been, you know, you've been married, well, I think it said 38 years. Yeah, so um, just respect, that's where he's at. Also respect yourself. And in the, ultimately, take care of yourself, but then respect the marriage. So because Caroline is, you know, vibrating at a higher consciousness, she's doing the work, she's doing the spiritual work, that doesn't make her better than, than him, but because she's doing the work and she is vibrating at a higher consciousness, she's going to have to actually work harder <laughs> to maintain it, right? Yeah, if you're with somebody who's really at a um, low frequency, stuck in shame and lack and limitation around money, and you're in a relationship with them, yes, then it's because you're in a field, you're in a field of energy, a field of consciousness. And it's like you're constantly, you know, they call it, they talk about like timeline jumping or quantum jumping, anything like quantum field jumping. And so you're constantly wanting to go up to a higher vibrational field, and that's a field of consciousness, thoughts, beliefs, emotions. But then somebody else is stuck in shame and, and such. So, yeah, it's going to take even more work when you're with somebody who's in that low yeah. vibrational field. Yeah. Sorry, Caroline. <laughs> yes. And, and no, thank you. I already knew that. I just wanted to hear someone else say it. So I didn't right. think it was ego, right? So, so then it just comes down to to what, to a, a decision? Do, do I want to stay in this relationship that it, it is always constantly feels like, like a, an ocean of waves, not just with money, but with respecting yourself, with not being, uh, um, not giving all your power away, your energy away and. Yeah, so that's for another call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's relationships, but what I'm, because this is for everybody, just like for everybody listening, because money is always symbolic, whether it's in relationship or it's an individual person. I love working with money actually, because there's always something else going on. It's never, ultimately, it's never about the money. There's always other stuff going on. And yeah, when you're in a relationship with somebody else, when there's money issues, you know, there's other stuff going on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Caroline. Okay. Um, all right, so, ah, all right, so if you, I forgot to mention that at the beginning, but if you do have a question, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat, right? So um, I wanted to ask you also, Joy, about some of the results that other people have had from listening to your money clearings, because I know we're going to be talking about that a little bit later, but, you know, let's face it, a lot of us have listened to a lot of money clearings, a lot of, you know, there have been lots of programs on my show for money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So big topic, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is, and it's it hasn't changed much, right? It's still it's still quite prevalent. So, what are the some of the results that people have had from listening to your money clearings? Well, there's there's Anne. I, I love her story because she had me do a you know the freedom individualized clearing around money, just abundance of money, and that's all she said. It was just you know increase my abundance of money. 
And she contacted me six months later saying, I'd been trying to get a house for five years, looking for a house for five years. After getting your money clearing, I found a house, put an offer on it. I'm just waiting for it to be accepted. And then a couple months later, she emailed me back and said, been accepted. I've been in the house for a month now. And yes. that was, and she'd been in that place for, you know, about five, well, she said five years, but she didn't even tell me. She just said, you know, she just yeah. wanted to be activated for the expansion of abundance. Um, I had somebody else who listened to, it wasn't the personalized one. It was just one of the clear money clearings. And she had a former client that she'd worked with four years earlier, hadn't, hadn't paid her. The client hadn't paid her contacted her four years later and came out the next day and paid her the money. Mm. Um, other people that, um, oh, a friend, a friend, somebody said a friend he hadn't talked to in 20 years. The friend called him up after listening to the program and said, here's some money I owe you. So different things like that. Somebody else, um, somebody else got a small inheritance that they weren't even aware of, didn't even know about. And just things like that. It's just you open up to the to the abundance of money and the consciousness of money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's all we need is just that little bit of just going right into, because whether it's the program or the individualized clearing, we go right into the unconscious conditioning. And 95% of who we are is our unconscious conditioning. Yeah. And we just go right in there. And like I said, it's like driving a car. We all have the emotional blind spots, just like a car does. So when you can go in there and release that, sometimes that's all that's necessary to really just open up a person to the abundance of money. And Absolutely. to be open to receiving it. That's a huge thing to just being open to receiving it. Well, you know, I remember um, just that concept of being open to receiving. I remember years ago, you know, and I said, like, of course, I'm open to receiving. But then as soon as I had that thought, I said, like, of course, I'm. then I had these other thoughts come in. Are you really? Because if you have more money, then at the, at the time, my son would always ask me for money, right? So then your son's going to ask for more money. And somebody else is going to ask you for money. And somebody else is going to ask you for money. Mm, I said, oh, true. yeah. <laughs> right? And I, I got the awareness and the aha right away. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not really, really ready to receive because all these people are going to be wanting it from me. You know, mind you, that has changed ever. You know, my son hasn't asked me for money in four years now. So it's been, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Right. But um, yeah. at the time it, he, he did. And that, that was in my mind. Right. So that was in my consciousness that if I have more money, he's going to ask, she's going to ask that person is going to ask for money, etc. So, yeah. And that, that is one that stops us. Why should I have more money when, you know, I'm just going to have to give it to people or more people are going to want it or I'm just going to, you know, there's going to be more expenses as such. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a question from Angela. Do the money patterns change from generation to generation? My dad is the opposite of my siblings and I, or so I perceive. Okay. So she didn't say how he's opposite. Uh, they can, yes, um, they can literally jump a generation. Um, can also actually what it sounds feels like in there is the siblings are doing the polar opposite often siblings let's say let's say the father wasn't very good with money mm -hmm. and the siblings are really good with money and saving money or vice versa often we'll do the polar opposite of what you know our parents taught us mm -hmm. we, we either do until we 
evolve and reach a balance will either grow up and and behave and act and such just like we were taught like our parents or we will do the polar opposite and that's the you know that's the conditioned response and because i know we i think i've heard of people saying like i remember one fellow saying i said i will never be any anything like my father his father was you know abusive and such he said i'll never be anything like my father but he had gone to the polar opposite that mm -hmm. wasn't working either for him so we had to find that balance yeah and that's what it sounds like in what angela said there in that case and so i would suggest what you're looking for is to um like find a balance that's that's what it feels like to me but yes things can jump a generation yeah and, and yeah question. exactly and doing being polar opposite to um just trying to see how that has played out in my life and in my family. It's been interesting dynamics, right? So it's all, it's, you know, it's going to be different too, based on how you're choosing now, you know, how, you know, how the more conscious you are and what choices you make, you know, that that's also going to change, right? So it's not necessarily going to be polar, but it's like, are you consciously choosing or are you just reacting and responding the way that you've been conditioned? Yes. Um, Deborah was asking, um, she says, I'm weighing two options, either go back to my corporate accounting career or seek a different type of income producing option. What guidance can you see for me? Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, when you mentioned the corporate accounting career, I felt some anger come up and then the throat closed. And yeah, even just talking about it, it's hard to breathe. Um, so there's definitely some resistance there. Uh, you can go back to it, but it go back if you want to go back to it as because we all need to make money. So if it would be a short term thing, um, right now it feels like you're resisting going back to it because you feel like you're going to be stuck there again. So if it's a viable, you know, income opportunity, you could go back to it, but short term. But be aware that. You know there is some stuff there like i said anger and then the throat shut down and just talking about it, i can feel that like a heavy oppressive energy and mm -hmm. what was it um uh, just she or it? she said or just seek a different type of income producing option uh that's too vague actually well it did it, it's vague yeah, it didn't sounded like there's no substance to it like they yeah. should not empowered in that it was um Oh, I can't do this, so I'll do this kind mm. of thing. And, or I don't want to do this, I've done it, you know, it's old stuff. So, uh, what you want to do is get your creativity flowing. Step into your creative power, step into your creative energy, your creative flow, and ask what's in your highest and greatest good. Like, stand in your power, stand on your own two feet, feel empowered, feel good about yourself, say, I trust myself, I value myself, I am worthy of more. And I choose to let my intuition and my creativity flow. And I choose to create from that place. And universe, you know, I'm, I'm willing, I'm ready, I'm open. Stand in a place of power. Not just, well, let's see what happens. Because that mm -hmm. was the energy I got. Maybe that's right. not what she intended, but it was the energy I got. So yeah, claim your power and claim your creative power as well. And choose, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and Dada's asking... I like to know, I would like to know if my, if my money patterns could be connected or limited to my mom or dad's money patterns in some way. Well, I mean, you, sh 
you would know that by now, Dada, but I'll, I'll let Joy answer. <laughs> um, well, all our conditioning is received from our parents or primary caregivers. We receive approximately 80% of our conditioning by the time we're four, approximately 95% by the time we're 12, and we create from that place. Until we become aware of it, the first step to growth is awareness. So until we become aware of it, yes, we're creating from what our parents taught us. We'll either do what our parents taught us, and if they're living in lack and limitation, we're going to live in lack and limitation. My parents went through a bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, well, I went through two. So I'm going to have to, for whatever reason, get to that place. And, or we will do the polar opposite. So yes, Dada, your, I think you said your lack of limitation is created from your parents. However, that doesn't mean your parents or whoever raised you can only do what they know. A person can't do what they don't know. So because we and I bring that up because we tend to blame our parents for, you know, this or that or relationships or money and such. And I think we all go through that that place. Mm -hmm. And then we move into empowerment and choice and say, OK, well, I was brought up this way. I was brought up in lack and limitation and no support, and no opportunities in that. And I choose to move forward from that place anyways. Hopefully that helps, Dada. I'm not sure, but, you know, <laughs> I feel like, you know, yes, we are conditioned by our parents for sure, but then are you making different choices now? Are you making different choices for yourself that are different than your parents? Yes. You know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, when, when, when I look at it for myself, I was like, yeah, um, definitely like my dad, you know, and it's like, definitely like my dad. Am I doing anything differently? Yes, but I can still see, you know, mm -hmm. some energy, a lot of energy from my dad, which I've tried so hard to like, okay, I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. But I see like I'm being like my dad a lot. So I was like, okay, need to, you know, look at that, right? So look at how you are being like your parents if you are, right? And then be aware of it and then change it. Just like Joy said. Um... So Deborah says, you know, wow, love that stand in my power because this is what you were telling her. Mm -hmm. Great. It's amazing that I knew that, but it feels good for the confirmation. Yeah. Because sometimes we do need uh, to hear that, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Roberta saying, I've been working on being in a place of gratitude for everything. My partner has been in a place of anger about money. I say I'm in a different place because I've seen that being angry creates more problems, but I continue to say, you've got a right to feel how you wish, but I've got a right not to join in. Then I give him a hug, <laughs> enjoying, enjoying the show, thank you. You know, and that's the thing, it's like recognizing how you are being, recognizing how your partner's being, allowing them the space to be, but you don't have to choose that for yourself, right? Yeah, sorry, what was her name? Roberta. Roberta, okay, yeah. I'm um, going to so there's, yeah, there's a, um, like you said, respect, respect your partners in that place, but he's also angry. So you're grateful, Roberta, but you're also, um, how do I describe it? In avoidance, that's what it is. So you're, you're grateful, but there's some kind of ask yourself, what am I avoiding? What? about the situation am I avoiding? What And what is causing that avoidance to keep my boyfriend stuck in anger? Because there's, okay, so all the ways you are stuck, if you're with your permission, of course, you can always say no. 
all the ways you're stuck in avoidance. So it's like you're, you're, you're in gratitude, but it's a little bit of a, having a, put an icing on, you're putting an icing over something and mm -hmm. avoiding what's underneath it. And, and that might be uh, miscommunication or lack of communication in the relationship. It might be symbolic of that. Like it's symbolic of something. It could be something else. There you go. Okay, all the ways you and your boyfriend are stuck in different points of view and not being open to seeing each other's point of view. So you're both stuck in. So you believe gratitude is a way to just, just be grateful for everything. He's just angry. And it's like you're not, both of you are not creating space to, okay, maybe there's a reason he's angry. Maybe he's not in the place to say maybe there's a reason she's in gratitude. But if you open up a space to say, maybe there's a reason that he's angry all the time, whatever it is, it doesn't mean you have to say it's right. It doesn't mean you have to um, say his point of view. It's not about right and wrong. It's just about opening up the space because and that, and that has, there you go. Just take a deep breath in. Wow. That feels so much uh, just lighter and more flowing, like between you and your boyfriend, more harmonious and flowing. There you go. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Roberta. And that's great for everybody. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like, yes, it's good to be grateful. Yes, it's good to be, <clears throat> be an allowance, but it, wow, I can't even talk. But it is important to actually look at what is going on. What are the, what's the underlying issue? <clears throat> so I, I obviously have some stuff <laughs> coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's good as well so <laughs> oh yes <clears throat> so it's great thank you for that question all right so um so i know we're going to do a process like a like a guided process a little bit later right mm -hmm. joy yeah all right so i wanted to talk a little bit about um you know sometimes you know as much as we try and pay attention to our self-talk. Sometimes, you know, it's still, we can't control it 100% all the time, right? So what are, what, are, what are some ways that we can monitor and change our self-talk? And what are, what are some more questions that we can ask ourselves um, so that we can, we can experience more of the abundance of the 5D existence and to have more money in our lives, have more money in our bank account so that we can create more? Okay. Uh, what if questions are great. Any what if questions, you know, phrase in the positive. You, you want to phrase them in the what if questions in the, you know, so they're phrased in the positive. Um, that's one I suggest. One is, okay, so let's say you've got something you want to, you want to have in your life. And whether it's a house or a boat or you want to travel or, or, car or whatever it is or you want to get into a relationship so imagine you're there so anybody who's listening if you've got anything it can be a new pair of, you know running shoes it can be in uh, a jacket whatever it doesn't it can be small or it can be big or it can be a crystal maybe somebody wants to go and get a crystal but they say they're too much money it doesn't so just whatever it is big or little just so i want the person right i want you right now to actually get the physical manifestation of it in and just imagine it. Imagine if you want a house, if you want a car, if you want to get a pair of running shoes or whatever it is. 
and for some reason I'm hearing rowboat. So somebody wants a rowboat <laughs> or a kayak or something, just, you know, imagine that. Just imagine you have that. So this is what you do. You can do this at any time. So just imagine you have it. It's like having a dream board. So yeah. in fact, we'll use that. So imagine, you, you know, you've got a dream board with maybe the one image you had there. Or, well, you can look at that and you can look at that and look at that. But it's not going to do anything. It's the emo You want to feel what, when you actually have that, what are you going to feel like? So you feel like that. The emotions are the energy in motion. They're the bridge. And they're also the bridge that are going to support you in taking action because you're going to feel that. So you mag we've all heard the saying, you know, I'm a magnet for money. Money, ma money is magnetized to me. And that's what it, the reason that what creates that magnet is the emotions mm -hmm. and the, the power, the strength of that pull between the two becomes so strong that you literally just take action towards it. And you're, it's like you're creating a gravitational field that magnetizes you to that and that to you. And that's done through your emotions. So, so you picture your, now generally we think, okay, I'm going to have this and all this good stuff is going to come up and you can feel yourself having it and I'm enjoying it. And I'm having fun and I'm so grateful I've got this in my life. But what might start right at the beginning or once you get into it, but when you feel into that, like you said, Larry, you talked about having more money. And at first you're going, oh, well, that would be great. Oh, but then, you know, they're going to want money. They're going to ask me for money. Yeah. So what you do, go there, actually give yourself permission to go there and become aware of it and acknowledge it. And just becoming aware of it will release it. Because what you're doing is you're bringing it up from the unconscious conditioning where it's stuck. When it's stuck in your unconscious density, it's, it's like it's got a structure. As soon as you acknowledge it, you bring it to the light and it starts to release immediately. Now, if you mm -hmm. want to go further with it, you can just say, you know, release this. I, I honor this. I accept it. I witness it. And just let it go. And then that takes it even deeper. And then the next time you do that, chances are that's not going to come up again or with the same intensity. But then like, look, look at yourself. Like you said, when you first realized that, you started asking yourself those questions. And you're, oh, because everybody's going to want money from me. Well, then you said, okay, well, let's move forward with this anyway. So you started creating more money. It's been four years since your son asked you for money because yeah. you were willing to look at that, acknowledge it, and move forward anyways, take action anyways. So that's one of the techniques. So if anybody's got a dream board or they've got a picture of something they, they want, that's great. And then connect to it emotionally and see like see it feel it so a person feels like they have it let's say they want to you know buy a new house you feel yourself or a relationship feel imagine yourself in that relationship imagine yourself interacting with that person the different experiences the different things you're doing together and then all you know chances are trauma from past relationships will come up mm -hmm. acknowledge it witness it accept it let it go and then, you know, visualize that more and more. And I can hear people going, oh, that's a lot of work. Well, it's, you know, this is where you choose what kind of life you want to live. Right. And, and the more you start to feel that, though, and I think it was Deborah who said, you know, deciding should I have this job or just something else, you feel empowered. So the more you start to feel that, the more you start to bridge that with emotions, the more you start to feel the strength within yourself. Because it's like you already have it. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
Yeah, thank you. And, you know, the, the visualization doesn't have to be half an hour. It can just be a few minutes. So it's not a lot of work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do it very quickly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to take all day, half an hour, even five minutes is all you need, you know. And it's worth it for you. If you, want, if you really want something, then it's worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the time I took explaining that there, a person can do that much more quickly. You know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And we all have five minutes, okay? We all have five minutes for ourselves to, you know, work on our dreams, right? To dream a little dream. We have five minutes for ourselves, right? Um, yeah. All right, so I wanted to take, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the special offer, and then I wanted to go back and do the, um, the activation. The Okay. process yeah so if you're on the live page <clears throat> you can just click on special offer if you're not you can go to laura.at forward slash show forward slash joy eight <clears throat> right so and there, 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 ah, can't talk hold on there are two two packages package a and package b and um all right, so package A includes two parts, part one and part two, and then package B includes everything in part package A plus a uh, personalized, personalized freedom clearing. Right. 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 So do you want to talk a little bit about package A first, and then we'll talk about the freedom clearing, which is amazing and awesome. If you, sure. if you <laughs> get, get a chance to do that, yeah. that'd be awesome. So I'll just, okay. So the, um, the program, the money, I call it the money program, the first part is got six audios in it. And the first four of those audios are really going into your core, your core beliefs. We've got, you know, there's several core beliefs, but mainly not enough that we get stuck in not enough or not worthy or deserving from feeling like we don't matter or we're not important. And that's, you know, that's the typical martyr where we make everybody else more important, sacrifice ourselves. And not feeling safe because many people won't, don't feel safe if they have a lot of money. They can go to experience life in a bigger way. If you're not feeling safe, you're going to keep yourself limited. So we really go into those core beliefs and release them on several levels. We go through each of the chakras here, releasing them on just a really deep level. And we transform them from feeling, say, not worthy and not deserving of abundance and having more money and experiencing more in life to feeling worthy and deserving of that. The last two audios in part one, so I would watch or listen to this part first because you really mm -hmm. want to go deeply into those core, core beliefs, is expecting money and amazing experiences because we, we can get focused on money and forget about all the amazing experiences we're going to have. So you want to allow yourself to have those experiences as well. And then actually creating the field for receiving money. So because we can go through all this, but then forget we have to actually receive it, you know, mm -hmm. be open to receiving it. Yeah. So that's the first part. And the next one, part two, there's 13 different audios here and they are supporting, they're, they're all supporting the first process. So, okay. The first one asking and empowering questions. That was one of, I said, what if questions, but also empowering questions. If we, simply just started well even like what's wrong with us we can get or what's wrong with me or we we feel something we talk you know about cycling through the emotions and that and we'll often get stuck in what's wrong with me well if we just change that one question to what's right with me or what's right about this situation you know or or just change not enough to how come i always have enough just 
you know, empowering, asking empowering questions, changing the questions you ask can change your, you know, create a new life for you. Fire and bridge is you put all those, all the remaining stuff, you know, any remaining stuff, you throw it in a little campfire we create in this, in this uh, audio. And then the bridge is that we just talked a moment ago is the emotions, creating the emotions to your desires. So basically what we did there, we kind of go through that in this one. Taking action is again, it's creating that um, feeling of empowerment within yourself so that you literally have to take action. You know, oh, I've got to email somebody. I've got to research this. How do I do this? Time to build a website, whatever it is. It's time to, for me to get out there, start networking and, and such and getting, letting people know what I do or start being open to receiving more clients or getting a job or asking for a raise. I've had clients, you know, ask for a raise. And that was actually one of them after this, um, this program and, you know, asking for a raise, getting a raise, different things like that. Freedom. Uh, this is, again, is just embodying freedom, creating that energy field, that space of freedom. And because we use the word freedom, but we often don't really feel it, feel that expansiveness and that freedom. And that also invites in abundance. The early years of money belief. So this is where we were, like we talked, you know, earlier, this is where we receive all our conditioning around money and what we believe about money. And we'll either do that, grow up as adults and do that, or we do the polar opposite until we become aware of this and we, you know, choose the middle ground, the balance. So we go into that as well and just go into, um, you know, how they were created. We touch a little bit on that. And then some of the, I think we go further into the like not enough around that. There, I think there's some shame and guilt that comes up there and just acknowledging those, accepting them and releasing them. Strength and alignment is these, this is statements of strength that align you with abundance, that align you with your magnificence, that align you with your, your gratitude. So feeling strong and aligned with you know all that you are and after 10 minutes of person you can listen to this as many times as you like and uh we're like deborah i said earlier really find your your center and your your center of empowerment this would really be a good one forgiveness and this talks about what forgiveness really is we often think forgiveness is saying well that didn't happen or it doesn't matter and that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is saying, yes, that happened. And I choose to move forward from this place and create even more empowering life. And so it's not, and often we will wait for an apology from somebody who abused us. You know, we keep waiting. I'll move. It's not usually a conscious process, but we're kind of waiting for that apology or for them to say sorry. And then we'll feel freed up to move forward. Generally, that's never going to come. Mm -hmm. So you just choose to say, yes, that happened. I forgive myself for whatever I need to forgive myself for. And I choose to, you know, choose to move forward. Uh, reframing your story. Yeah. As it says here, we give everything that happens in our life a meaning. We just automatically do. We give it all our meaning. This happened, this happened, this, you know, 
as kids, as adults, we give it a meaning. When you can reframe that meaning from, let's say, I was weak and powerless and helpless. I was abandoned by everybody as a child. You know, that happens. That's a common story. And so we will say, because of that, this is my life now. But when you can reframe that to one of empowerment, I was so strong. I was so empowered. I was such a courageous kid that I choose... I now, as an adult, choose to move forward from that place. So instead of seeing, you know, what is a weakness, then we move forward from a place of power and courage. Uh, Self-love, well, that's self-explanatory. You know, it's all believing in yourself, liking, loving yourself. Happiness, gratitude, and joyfulness. This is really embodying that high frequency like I talked about in the 5D world. It's that higher frequency, higher consciousness. When you're in that space, money is going to be magnetized to you. So this is creating that higher frequency of happiness and gratitude and such. Uh, being in the field of receptivity. So again, this is just creating that field of receiving, being open to receiving. And the last two are, the last two work together and just some questions to ask yourself, how are you communicating with money? Because we don't, usually don't really think of it, but we have a relationship with money. Often mm -hmm. how we are with, in our relationships and is often how, and often how we treat people and, you know, we're in relationship with it is often how we treat money. We talk to money. So when you start asking yourself, you know, some questions around how am I communicating with money, you can kind of like awaken the awareness. And then money blessing is just connecting to the energy, the consciousness of money, and just sending money a blessing and being in that. This, these three minutes, you know, the last one alone can just shift everything. So that's the first part. So it's all about, and even though it's about money, it can be used for anything because it's all about opening up to a greater abundance and yeah. being open to receiving and such. And I know that, you know, you're going to want to go straight to part two, but really go through part one <laughs> first, you know, and yeah. then go to part two. You know, I mean, I know it's, you know, seems like, okay, I just want to get to part two. No, do part one, do all that clearing, all that releasing, et cetera and then do part two, but there's some really juicy, juicy uh, audios here that you're gonna wanna listen to again and again and again. So uh, just a real question, Joy, a uh, real quick question about package A. So you wanna go through the first part first and then go through the second part, and then what, do you go back to the first part or then can you just listen to anyone, whatever is resonating with you? Yeah, I would suggest, yeah, just like you said there, and then once you've gone through the whole thing, just go wherever you're drawn to it. I, the first four, the core audio ones, I think they can be listened to, well, they all can, but those ones, they just go so deep. And we all, those are core beliefs we mm -hmm. mostly all have. I have one of my clients said um, she kept going back to not enough because she knew that was a thing. One of them, one of my clients said the, um, well, a couple of them have said not feeling safe. They've used that one. Or even when they couldn't sleep at night, if, you know, something's coming up or trauma comes up, they just kept playing the, you know, I from feeling not safe to safe and they were able to fall back asleep. So like I said, it's the focus is money, but it can be used for anything. Mm -hmm. And awesome. so, yeah, go through the first part, then the second part, and then whatever ones you resonate with there. Good, thank you. And so now package B includes everything in package A, 
plus a an individual remote freedom clearing, right? A personalized right. remote freedom clearing. So what does that look like and what can people expect so, with that? So that's just done from the picture. I'll have, you know, I'll have you send me your picture and one issue, one to three issues. I find when somebody sends me three, usually it's just bullet point them and they all work together anyways. And we'll just, it's about 20 to 25 minutes. And based on it, I mentioned the energy signature earlier, sometimes called the aura or subtle bodies. Mm -hmm. And we just go into that and then, you know, everything that's within us and my guides, we just, we go right into that. Your unconscious conditioning, we're not working on a conscious level. We're going right into the unconscious and just seeing where you're stuck based on whatever issue, you know, you presented with. And it's amazing how when we go, like I've had clients say, wow, you covered a lot of ground in that time, <laughs> you know, 20. Yeah. It's amazing how deeply you can go. And sometimes that's all a person needs to get to the next step or to see things differently. It's like the one, the caller that called in earlier and said she's in gratitude and her, her boyfriend's in anger. Well, when you can go right into something like that, it opens you up to, okay, maybe there's different things going on here that I hadn't realized. And that empowers a person mm -hmm. because especially if you've been on the path for a while, you've got tools and techniques and strategies in that you can go, okay, this is how I go to the next level. And, and that's, you know, it's personalized for, you know, it's unique to each person. So it, yeah, it really goes deep. So together, these, the, the first part, you know, part A and part B, it's such, it's a powerful package. Exactly. And um, so package B with the personalized 20 minutes, 20, 24 minute session, uh, personalized remote freedom clearing is 127. And then package A is 97. So I mean, <laughs> For the for the difference, I would definitely get package B, you know, because then you get this personalized remote freedom clearing that you can use that is specific to you and what's going on with you, you know. So, yes. um, to me, I, that's what I would do. So, but definitely take a look at it. Again, the the two packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash joy eight. And I just wanted to ask again, really quickly about. Um, when you're listening to these recordings, these audios, you can put them on a loop, right? And just listen to them at night or during the day that that works too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The first time I would suggest you just listen to each one, you sit down and listen to it and, and just let it, you know, listen to it with volume after that. Yes. You can loop them. You can even play them on silent and I'll have, you know, somebody, let's say you're, yeah, you're with a partner or something and maybe they don't want volume when you're sleeping at, at night, just play them on silent because the vibration and frequency, you know, being downloaded, channeled from source when I'm recording it, that is still in the, the energy of the audio. Mm -hmm. That will still go into the environment and clear energy at a very subtle level. I had a client do that with one of my clients with her she got the freedom clearing the personalized freedom clearing for her 10 year old son i'll do this for kids i usually like to have somebody's permission but if it's kids under the age of about 15 i'll do it for them because then you know the parents the guardian looking after them and such and she did it for a 10 year old or had me do it for a 10 year old son who was really angry and she, he didn't want to listen to it. So she mm -hmm. just played it every night for a month on, on silence. 
I'm silent, I'm Luke. And she said he completely transformed, like he just let go of his anger. So he never even listened to it, yeah. but just played it on silent. So that's how powerful just the energy of this is. Yeah. So yeah, once somebody's listened to it, you can play it in the car or out walking or however you want. Yeah, so I wonder what's possible for you, right? When you listen to it on silent or when you're actually consciously listening to it. Um, yes. So there's a question from Sandra, and we'll, so we'll take this question and then we'll do the process. So she's asking, um, since the COVID issue started, my money income plummeted to the point that my sisters are helping me. Is this part of my learning to receive help? Um, okay, so yeah, the, the unique situation we're experiencing right now, a lot of people are I, actually in your case, what keeps coming up, Sandra, is creating. So like this is your opportunity to move into creating. It's your opportunity to value yourself. It's your opportunity to ask yourself empowering questions and say, okay, maybe it's time for me to follow a different path. Maybe it's time for me, you don't say if you were working beforehand and laid off or if you had a, a business or clientele and that has you know, gone down. But maybe whatever it is, it's a way for you to open up to a new perception, new points of view, to look at things differently. And I don't get receiving, I don't really get receiving because like you're getting it from your sisters. So it's almost, it's, you expect to get it from your sisters. There's a little bit of receiving coming in. Um, but receiving just opening help. up. Receiving help and support. Yeah, receiving, yeah, yeah, assistance and support. Yeah, that's more more than receiving money. It's receiving support. Okay, there's a little, there's a little bit of resistance coming up here. Yeah, when my throat starts to shut down like that, there that means there's some resistance doing the truth. So, and I think what you said there, Lara, receiving support, and also open up to your creativity open up to looking at this in a new way so all the ways sandra you're stuck in lack and limitation and looking at what's going on in a certain perception or point of view and there are new there's a part of you the universe is trying to open things up so that you will transition into a new, maybe a new line of work, a new business, a new opportunity. And let's clear up some throat energy as well. There's a little resistance there. There you go. Okay, there's, oh, there's shame coming up. Okay, and the shame is around having to ask for help. So let's just honor that and witness that. Let's just see the shame. That's all we're going to do. Okay, now just breathe. There's some anger coming up. So we're just going to witness this anger. Okay, now there's not the not good enough belief is coming up. And that's got you stuck in not enough, lack and limitation. Then you're angry at needing support. There you go. There's some gratitude coming up. There. There, and that's activated your solar plexus. So any resistance to being open to new points of view, new perceptions, new ways of seeing things, 
any resistance to valuing your creativity, any resistance to valuing your ideas, any resistance to opening up to new possibilities. Let's just witness that and acknowledge it. And let it go. There you go. Good. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. There you go. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Sandra. Okay. Okay, so yeah, there's still a lot of energy shifting and moving for sure. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you want to, we're going to do a process now. <laughs> okay. so I would definitely, you know, get comfortable, get ready and be open to receiving. And so we always talk about being open to receiving, but also being open to allowing yourself to be fully present here and now so you can receive, right? So don't do multitasking, don't do other stuff, like be fully present here so you actually, actually receive the process. Okay, so, so this is a, in the, this isn't a guided process or anything, it's just in the moment, I just let, well it's guiding that I let my guides guide me. Mm -hmm. So let's see where we're going to start here. So yeah, just take a deep breath in. Okay, so right, right away, immediately anger comes up. So we're going to the anger is, it's on a personal level and it's, you know, what's going on in the world. There's a lot of uh, power struggle going on right now. So again, personal relationships and with, so power struggle is right and wrong, trying to get each person, you know, you get the other person to see your, or believe in your point of view. There you go. So let's simply just witness that. All we're gonna do is witness the power struggle. What it's symbolic of is power struggle within yourself, conflict within yourself, but it manifests externally. Okay, there, there's anger coming up, but underneath the anger, the anger is being used as a, a defense, kind of a shield to protect yourself. Okay, any ways in which you're afraid of attack, being bullied, shamed, judged, let's witness that and honor it. There you go. Okay, there's a little bit of fight or flight coming up. That's okay. So not sure whether you should fight or run away. Okay, there's some freeze behavior. So feeling paralyzed, like just stuck. You don't know where to move or what, so you just stay stuck. So let's simply just honor that and accept it. There you go. Okay, there, there, I can feel the anxiety. Now we got into it. There's the anxiety. Okay, so there, there you go. There's the inner child. Wow, this is this is really powerful. This is like, uh, uh, like a garden of flowers. And the child is in the garden of flowers and wanting to stand up, but terrified to. So just breathe. There you go. All the ways you are terrified of being seen heard, witnessed, acknowledged, all the ways you don't feel worthy of that, 
all the ways it's so much easier to just stay invisible, to play small, to not stand in your power. There you go. All the ways you believe standing in your power means imposing your point of view or your need to be right on others. There you go. Okay, there's some anger coming up. Okay, let's honor the right and wrong. If you look at right and wrong, I mean the whole, like the collective consciousness, this matrix is built on right and wrong, but it keeps every, it keeps everybody divided, keeps everything stuck. It keeps, you know, there's no harmony. Wars are about right and wrong. Politics are about right and wrong. Individually, I mean, we do it within ourselves. There you go, creates power struggle and conflict. So we're simply going to, so we're just gonna witness it and acknowledge it. We're not gonna make the right and wrong belief right and wrong. <laughs> that would just keep it stuck. There you go. So simply let's just acknowledge that you were taught that. We've been taught that for generations. I mean, hundreds, thousands of years. There you go. Okay, so now what's coming up is, well, if I'm not stuck in right and wrong and trying to get others to see my point of view or that I'm right and they're wrong, then what? Like, how do I proceed? How do I move forward? How do I engage with others? Because it creates a whole new space. There you go. Take a deep breath in. Let go. Well, somebody is saying, what does this have to do with money? Well, that's where I'm, I just follow the stream of consciousness. But if all this is stuck within you, it's definitely going to affect your money situation. So let's see how this, ah, okay. As you let go of right and wrong, and as you let the child stand up in that bed of flowers, that garden of flowers and be seen and heard, it's like you grow taller and taller. It's like money can see you. Okay, so if money were to see you, oh, then you want to hide again. Why do you want to hide from money? All the ways you are trying to hide from money, all, your, all the ways you're afraid that if you really believe in yourself and value yourself and, and take action and feel good about yourself, and like stand up and be seen and heard and you value yourself and let others witness you and witness your value and your skills that money will find you. And if money finds you and comes into your life in a bigger way, then that's going to be more and more experiences. And okay, just breathe. Some fear came up there. So let's just honor that, honor the fear. And then there is the, the more money I have, the more I am obligated to help out others. So I'm working harder to create more money, but then I'm just giving it away anyways. And this is about the uh, martyr self-sacrifice um, structure, archetype. There you go. Good. Okay, so there's... Uh, let's see. 
Although any ways in which you're afraid of if money comes in too fast, too quickly, too easily and effortlessly. And if you don't work really, really, really hard for it and hate what you're doing, then you don't deserve the money that comes in. All the ways you believe you have to dislike what you're doing, or at least not be happy with it in order to make an abundance of money, or even just to make enough money to survive. And let's just let that go. All the ways that belief is keeping you stuck in lack and limitation. There you go. Good. Uh, that was weakening you. That was robbing you of your power. Okay, so just open your feet chakras. Just see doors at the bottom of your feet. A little latch. There you go. Just open up the latch and let the energy flow through. Just ground into the earth. There you go. As you ground into the earth, the happiness is awakening, flowing, circulating within you. Your energy is expanding. Now let's create the space within you and radiating from you of receptivity so that you are right now in this moment willing to receive money, receive greater and greater amounts of money. And along with receiving money, because it's not just about the money, it's about happiness, joyfulness, gratitude, fun, appreciation, love, connection, inspiration, creativity. Just let yourself be open to receiving. All the ways you're afraid that if it gets too good, something of the equal amount of bad is going to happen let's just release that one so if i'm really happy something bad is going to happen or if i get a whole bunch of money and start really enjoying life it's like the you know everything's going to fall apart so let's just because you were doing you're just taught that belief you didn't come in believing that so let's just honor that and witness it that's all and if you're ready just let it go There you go. Good. We're going to ask Source, the universe, creator, whatever word you choose for your higher power to fill you up so that you feel it. So mind, let yourself feel this right now. Be filled up with gratitude, happiness, love, appreciation, acceptance of self. And as you receive and are filled up, feel money. Feel yourself receiving money. There's money all around you. It's circulating around you at all times. Just reach out and receive money. And as you receive money and you're filled up with financial abundance and happiness and joyfulness you feel more and more relaxed and at ease and peaceful and grateful and the more you are filled up with gratitude and calmness and peace the more and more you open up to receiving and you receive more and more money and happiness and joyfulness and there's fun and laughter and that's the child the child has stood up and is ready to be seen and heard and witnessed and acknowledged and appreciated 
there you go. Just let yourself in this moment feel amazing. Let yourself feel good in every cell and atom of your being. And in this moment, let your magnificence, that beautiful, amazing magnificence and brilliance within you radiate. Let yourself be filled up with your magnificence and radiate that out so that money just sees the light that you be. Opportunities start flowing to you. Whatever you're looking for, you feel so good. You feel amazing, happy, joyful, abundant, ready, willing to receive. And in this moment, let yourself feel filled up. And mind, notice that feeling of being filled up, empowered, grounded. Notice what it feels like right now in this moment. There you go. And as you notice that, you feel safe. You feel empowered. And you say to yourself, I am ready. I am ready and I am willing. There you go. And from this place, you take action and you create a life of your choosing, of your desires. There you go. Take a deep breath in. Let that go. Okay, and there you go, my friend. You can... Just stay in this or you can move your hands and open your eyes and come back to us. <laughs> like having a sleep, huh? That was awesome. <laughs> that was really, 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 really good. I was yawning through most of it until <laughs> the, the doors and the feet opened up. And then mm, I was okay. just like in just like so much peace and so much joy. And I, I felt or I perceive for myself, not just the abundance of money all around, but, but money flowing out of my chest, just awesome. out of my, out of me, not just, you know, above, be in front, behind, but flowing out of me. It was just, yeah, it was, wow. that was really good. <laughs> wow. I loved it. Thank awesome. you. Right. And I know yeah. the same, the same thing. I, th I think Caroline was like, maybe have had, had tears and stuff as well. Uh, Barbara saying thank you. It was great. Yeah, Linda was saying that awesome. Thank you, Joy. <laughs> Angela says, "Wow, yawning, yeah. crying, and happy." <laughs> she said, "You were really speaking to me. I needed this." Carol says, "Thank you. It felt so good." Deborah says, "Wow, I'm getting the package." <laughs> you will love it. It's powerful. There's a lot of stuff in there. Really yeah, nice and you know, I think um, somebody says it, Angela says you were speaking to her, but I, I felt also for uh, some pieces of it, you were speaking to me, you know, it's like, Oh, I can really, I really resonated with it. And Sandra awesome. says, wow, kept on crying all through the clearing. Thank you. Blessings. So <laughs> clearing, you know, the crying is clearing out the, um, you know, all yeah, the grief sometimes, all the energies. Um, and Caroline also says I felt personally spoken to as well. <clears throat> I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, that was powerful, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome.
You did a lot um, there. Yeah, you know, because like, you know, like, you know, you know, we do all these visualizations where, you know, where do you see the money coming from? And usually it's the front or the back or above. But I think this is the first time that I actually saw it flowing out of me. So it came from me, you know, not that's, from anywhere that's, else. That's really cool because that's the flow because, you know, yeah, you're giving and you're receiving and you're giving and receiving and often it's only one way. So, I mean... So in other words, what I'm getting from that, Larry, you're, you've been, re, you know, you've opened up so much to the abundance that now you're ready to let's just, you know, give. So that's the flow there. That's so awesome. Yeah. And it feels really harmonious too. Yeah. And it felt really good, you know, because I'm doing a, um, a Lakshmi manifestation prosperity practice right now for 40 days. And so I kept seeing the gold coins, right? Because Lakshmi is always about the gold coins. And I said, okay, I mm-hmm. like the gold coins, but, you know, I like to see some you know, U.S. dollars too, because that's what I work in. <laughs> some U.S. Yeah. dollars and some euros would be great, you know. <laughs> or let's change some of those gold coins to like the money that we actually use here now, you know. So it was really interesting mm-hmm. how my mind wanted to get involved and say, okay, and then can we do this and can we do that, you know, but feeling it, really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And uh, awesome. yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So was there anything else that you wanted to share with us i just i want to go back and see if i missed anything i don't think i did but was there anything else that was that's coming up for you now that you want to share with us you're talking to me or the listeners you know me okay um just trust in yourself believe in yourself value yourself that's so important value yourself you are worthy you are important and trust that even when you're in the midst of it, something greater is ready and waiting for you. Just keep believing that something, be honest with yourself, be really honest with yourself, accept whatever comes up and move forward from that place and know you're worthy of it. You are worthy of magnificence. Magnificence is within you. Mm -hmm. Know that and move forward from that place because you are worthy of having and being at all. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I don't know where my voice is going, but like (laughs) Linda says, I saw a cascade of money pouring in as well. Oh, good. That's great. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So definitely, uh, I think Deborah says she's getting the package, but yeah, the packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash joy eight. Um, you can get package A, but I would highly suggest package B because then for only like $30 more, I think you get the personalized freedom clearing from joy. And I have one and I was like shocked. I was amazed by what, uh, what came through, um, from joy. So it was really spot on. It was like, <laughs> as much as I wouldn't want to admit it, it was really spot on. <laughs> really That's okay. We all have our life experiences we all have our things yeah yeah, yeah. But, but it was it was so i just wanted to share that really quickly too all right everyone so um that was powerful drink some water walk around listen to your body you know stay in that energy the best you can right just stay in it tap into it again and um go back and watch or listen to this again and focus you know when you're going back and watching and or listening to this again then um be willing to receive from all of the clearings okay that from all the questions people ask be willing to receive from all of them should i do all a and then get the b part scheduled 
Yeah, that's the freedom clearing, um, what she's asking about there. Right now, there's a bit of a wait two or three weeks out anyway. So, um, you know, sometimes I can get it done within a few days. Sometimes there's two or three weeks wait. So, yeah, you could go ahead and email me right away. And if it's yeah. if you want me to wait longer, you just say, you know, I'm going to wait a couple months or whatever. But. <laughs> I would, why? Why would anybody yeah. want to wait? So yeah, yeah, so no, don't don't worry about that. But yeah, go through part one first, part two, and then of course whenever you get the freedom clearing from joy, absolutely. All right. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, everyone. Um, yeah, that was powerful. <laughs> All right. Until next time, may you continue okay. to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Thank you again so much, Joy, and thank Hi, you, everybody, everybody, for all of your questions. So thank you for your questions, for being here with us, being present with us, co-creating the space with us, and being vulnerable and sharing your stories. So thank you. All right, thank you, Joy, so thank much. You. That was wonderful. Thanks for having me on your show again, Alara. Oh, absolutely. Next time, send me your pictures so people aren't shocked when they see. They're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> going to be expecting yeah. one person, and, you know, so yeah. they're totally, totally yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye for now. Okay. <laughs>